life, sex, goals, and oh, hell knows, this is Midlife Craving. Wow. So the last four weeks have completely flown by and there is so much to catch up on. I was trying to think, you know, where should I even begin? But fuck it. Let's just jump right into it. So first of all, I've really been trying to calm my tits a little bit because as much as I love living on the edge, I've been partying a little too hard lately. I want to shout out my hairdresser and share a funny story because it really just sums up that edge that I've been talking about. All right. And girl, I know you're listening and you're probably like, oh my God, what is she going to talk about? Uh, But it was funny because I was at my appointment and she comes over and she's like, hey, Adrian, she's like, I have a bone to pick with you. And I'm like, Okay, so mind you, I am hungover as fuck. Like, for real, I'm riding a massive wave. And she says, you know, Adrian, when you say DVP, double vaginal vaginal penetration, it's vaginal. Wait, it's vaginal. I don't know which one it fucking is. (laughs) I'm never going to get it right, girl. I'm never going to get it right. But... I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, I'm the room's kind of still spinning for me. And I'm thinking, girlfriend, <laughs> I woke up in my car this morning, okay, in my dive bar's parking lot at 4 a.m. with frostbite. <laughs> like, I swear to God. And like, right now, I can't really think about how I say the word pussy, okay? Like, it was just so funny to me. It was kind of a wake up call. It was like right before we left for the Bahamas. And I was like, all right, Adrian, you need to get your shit together. And I don't, it's vaginal, vaginal. I don't know. Tomato, tomato, whatever. And I just want to say too, you know, I know a lot of people make fun of me because they're like, oh my God, are you from Baltimore? Um, and I know I think things wrong, like home and all that stuff. I'm just out here trying to survive and thrive. Okay. And I'll probably keep saying vaginal pussy. <laughs> vaginal wrong sumi i love you girl (laughs) it was just funny because it was like a reality check it was like okay get your life together adrian (sighs) so coming off the heels of that night where i woke up in my car with frostbite um it was time to catch a flight to the bahamas and warm things up you know (laughs) oh okay i just want to say this trip to the bahamas was the best ever Not only because it was with my best friend and it was priceless time together, but we had perfect weather at a gorgeous resort with unlimited food and drinks, you know, whatever we wanted. We met some really great peeps. Yes, I saw the local. More on that in a minute. And it was just a really fun, relaxing, amazing getaway. Like if you are looking for a reason to book that trip with your bestie, consider it this, okay? I'm telling you, like it was, it was amazing. We started every day at the gym and then we went on a long walk around the beautiful resort, the beach, the pool. Then we sat down and had breakfast. We went to the coffee shop every morning, had coffee and a little treat. And then it was off to the pool, the beach, lunch, happy hour, dinner, you know, just whatever the fuck we wanted. It was so nice to do that. There was no one bothering us. No one was asking us for shit. And it was a true vacation. 
All right, so listen. So <laughs> we were there to celebrate Katina's birthday, okay? And I decided, I was like, hey, we're going to do like a hibachi dinner uh, to celebrate you. And it was awesome because she actually let me celebrate her birthday. She hates her birthday. She probably hates the fact that I'm talking about her birthday. Um, but I got her this sash and it said older, wiser, hotter, and, you know, some decorations for the room and stuff. And she really let me like live in all my glory with her. Like I was like, we're fucking celebrating you. And she she was like, nobody knows me here, so that's fine. <laughs> Begrudgingly, no, just kidding. Uh, we went to the hibachi dinner, right? And we're having a good time. Like, I'm just here to celebrate my girl's birthday. And we're sitting there, and this girl at the end of the table was staring nonstop. I wasn't trying to bring too much attention to it because I was like, all right, this is all about Katina's birthday. You know, like we got birthday singers. But eventually I was like giving her eyes and I'm like, you know, me and Katina, we don't even got to talk. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? I'm thinking, is there a dick on my forehead? Like, what is that girl looking at, man? So eventually I was like, all right, I got to go pee. So I head to the bathroom and I swear to fucking God, this girl bursts in the door behind me and I'm like, um, hey, she rushes up to me. She gets like nose to nose with me and she's like, hi, hey. And I could tell she'd been drinking. Clearly she's feeling good. Like I'll have what she's fucking having. And she just looks at me and she's like touching herself. And she's like, so what are we thinking? And I'm, I'm like, um, I'm thinking I have to pee. <laughs> she's like, okay and so she goes over to the sink and like throws herself over the sink and she's like fixing her hair and shit and I'm like oh my god and of course I don't have my phone on me so I come out and she's just like <laughs> like giggling and stuff at me and then she comes back to the table and she sits down and she's smiling at me and I'm like Katina the fuck <sighs> interesting like she was definitely I was getting like the you know the vibe like hey and, and I was just like girlfriend uh, I, I know I give off like this open energy and I, you know, you could probably tell that, you know, I swing both ways too, you know, whatever I'm, I'm open, I'm free. And, but I'm just like, look at, it was just very odd. And then I was thinking like, is your husband into this? Like what's going on? We saw them the next day at the pool when she was sober and it was much different, but yeah. So that was interesting. I was like, oh my God, I got hit on in the bathroom. <laughs> She's like, what's going on with us? And I'm like, mm, nothing, nothing. I got to pee. I got to take a leak. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, it was so funny. Uh, then to sum up some other crazy shit that happened, we met these drunk guys one night walking to dinner, right? So they're standing there and you could just tell they're like bumbling and fumbling on their way. And this guy didn't have a shirt on. He was like trying to get his shirt on. It was inside out. He was just a hot mess. And so I was like, hey, I was like, let me help you, like, put your shirt on. He was like, my wife, we're supposed to be at dinner. And I'm like, okay, well, let me help you put your shirt on. He's like, they won't let me in. And then there was this bar called the Drunken Duck. And he kept saying, let's go to the Wounded Duck together. Let's get shots. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, I helped him put his shirt back on. And I was just like, see you later. We could tell that they were very wealthy, right? Because their butlers were all around and swarming in and they were like making phone calls. Your wife is here, whatever. And then your private jet and all this shit, right? And we saw them later and this guy like would just not leave us alone. Um, and he said to me, he was like, I'm going to make you my next wife. <laughs> and I told him, I said, listen, you need to put your money where your mouth is. Okay. And you can go ahead and take that little jet that you got and get me and my girl back to Baltimore. <laughs> Right. Like put up or shut up. Uh, but then and it was funny. haha. But then it got like funny, weird. Uh, and 
it was like all of a sudden I felt like they had trackers on us. Like they always knew where we were. So we were over in the quiet pool and they came over and they were causing a ruckus and they were like, bet I won't cannonball. Mind you, these are men in their 60s, by the way. And their attitudes were funny, but the one guy, his alcoholism, it was dangerous. It was, I had a lot of PTSD going on. I was like, "Mm -mm, I don't like that fucking dangerous alcoholism shit, but they were doing cannonballs. They followed us to karaoke. And then even after we ditched them at karaoke, they followed us. And one of the guys came like out of the bushes and he was like, meet, meet, meet us in the hot tub. We were like, no. And he was like, fuck. (laughs) It was just, it was wild. (laughs) You know, never a dull moment. And it was funny. But like I said, when you are getting to that point of like the point of no return, right? Like having a few drinks is fun and we're having a good time. But then all of a sudden it gets scary. Like, I don't like that fucking shit. Uh, But we did meet some amazing couples down there, though. And it was great getting to know them and spending time with them. Uh, This one beautiful soul. I met her. She's actually going to meet me at Disney in the spring. So that will be fun. And we also met this great couple. We actually rode in with them and left with them. It was like the same trip. And his wife, I swear, she's a fucking model. She was gorgeous and has had an amazing personality. And they were so much fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun watching shows with them, dancing. And like I said, we left together. So we were drinking with them at the airport <laughs> on our eight hour, eight hour layover. Like Katina. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> eight hours in Miami. Uh, we did the most. I feel like we made the most of it. You know, if you follow me over on Instagram at Midlife Craving, then you saw all of that, including how wild we got. Um But you know what? The trip, it was just a fantastic time, beginning to end. And I already told Katina, I said, you know what? Like, we need to do this again. So next year, I am already plotting and planning that. Okay, we're going. Will we go back to Exuma? I don't know. Maybe. I'm I'm, going to look. I'm going to see. I would love to go back to Exuma. I really liked it there. Um, And of course, see the local. But (laughs) I just told her, I said, we have to do this again. All right. All right. I know what you really want to hear about. And that is my time with the local. For those of you who have been longtime listeners, you know him from episode 19. But in short, I met him in Nassau uh, in 2021 when I was stuck there with COVID. It's a wild story. It's worth the listen. So head back to episode 19 if you haven't heard it before. But We have stayed in touch over the last two years, and I knew when I booked Exuma, where he lives, that I definitely wanted to see him again. So we had been been in touch, and he's like, hey, I'm really excited to see you. I was like, yeah, me too, and uh, we started talking more, and he he was like telling me about stuff, and I was telling him about itineraries and what we were up to, whatever. But the night of, I, I, I like can't believe I'm saying this, but I was nervous to see him. Katina and I went to the Wounded Duck, (laughs) the Drunken Duck Pub, and I actually did a shot to calm my nerves. And Katina was like, this is weird. She's like, this is, and I'm like, I know, I don't know why. Uh, It just had been so long since I've seen him. And I remember the connection and the passion that we had the last time. So I was like, is it going to be like that again? You know, what's going to happen? Before I knew it, we were walking out to the front and he came to pick me up. Katina got to meet him, which was really nice. And he was so sweet. He was like, happy birthday. Uh, And it was just really nice. 
he took me to this outside bar that was right on the water. I was wishing it was daytime so bad. Like I know that view would have been beautiful, Um, but it was still really nice and just fun. I like to explore on the island, right? Like to me, that's that's like what I love. I love meeting new people, exploring different areas, trying new things. And it was a good time. But I still was like a little nervous. And I'm like, is he into me? Because like I'm into him. Is he into me? But then eventually, like halfway through, I just started to feel immediately comfortable with him, just like how I did last time. Uh, we wrapped things up there. I think we had two drinks there. And he was like, hey, I'm going to take you to my friend's bar. And I was like, cool, okay. And it was this awesome local spot. Like, that's my kind of vibe, okay? Like, I loved it there. We pull up. There's, like, lights and music. And his, he was like, you know, you can control YouTube <laughs> and play DJ. And I did. And I listened to all my favorite songs and sang my heart out. Like, I don't give a fuck. And we just, we were just having a really fucking good time. At this point, I was like, all right, I'm ready to let him know how I feel. Like, I was like, okay, because like, you know, we're we're flirting, we're having good conversation and having fun together. But I whispered in his ear and I was like, you can put your hands all over me. I just want to make that clear. You can also kiss me whenever you want. So I want to tell you something about him. He is how to I don't you know and it's funny because I'm like do I share all of this but I just want to he's a very mild mannered person um he's very calm he's relaxed and he's low-key I think that's why we connect so well because I'm fucking chaotic energy and he's just like chill you know and it's a good balance but I just wanted to let him know hey like we're, you could do whatever you want. And by the way, do not underestimate the power of whispering in someone's ear, right? Like immediately he was like, put his hand on my ass and I could tell he was like, oh, okay. Uh, I actually kissed him too. <laughs> What's up with that? By the way, I'm always making the first move uh, with him, but that's okay. And I think that's kind of how he likes it. Like he wants me to be like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? He's just not a very forward dude. Now, when things get going, different story. But I kind of I kind of almost like that. Like he lets me take charge and me dictate what's going to happen. Uh, so I remember I was like making out with him. And it was funny because he was like, I'll, I'll make out with you in front of my friends. I don't care. And I was like, well, I didn't ask. <laughs> so we're just having so much fun. And I was like giving him eyes and we're partying. We're having a good time. But I'm thinking, yeah, I'm ready to make this a party of two. So let's go. Uh, it was funny because he was like, Adrian, okay, so there's one road in Exuma, okay? Like, there's one fucking road. And he was like, the roads are really bad here. <laughs> he was like, like, he's like, prepare yourself. Um, and whatever, you know, I've been to a ton of islands and, and, and I get it. But these roads were really fucking bad. <laughs> like, he knows where all the potholes are. But we were literally just like slowly cruising and zigzagging. It reminded me of that Cars movie where like he fucks up the road and people are like zigzagging and they're like, oh, excuse me. And then it's like pothole, pothole. Like, it was crazy right so we had some time because we're going so slow we're like talking and he's like putting his hand on me and I think I eventually I was like you know what I can't fucking take this anymore 
And I just lifted up my skirt, spread my legs, and I was like, I want you to touch me, like, right fucking now. And he didn't even fucking hesitate, so he just starts going at it, right? Next thing I know, he's, like, going down and, like, licking a little bit, and we're still driving, by the way, (laughs) so we're on this bumpy-ass road, and I swear to God, things just, you know, things are happening, things are happening fast, and all of a sudden... (laughs) Like slams on the brakes and we almost hit this big pipe like on the side of the road we had gone completely off the road he almost ran to this pipe he's like oh my god jesus christ so like he puts the car in park but now we're kind of still back out on the road and he is fucking eating me out like nobody's business like my legs are spread in the air ass is up he's eating me out i'm dr- I, oh, I get out that big huge dick oh my god i forgot how just big and perfect it is <sighs> My mouth is watering. So I'm jerking him off. Oh my God. I'm so, oh my, my heart's racing thinking about this. Um, and it's just, it's intense. Okay. Like we have our hands all over e fuck. I mean, it was out of control, like chaos in there. All of a sudden there's like cars going by and I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, it's a, it's fine. I know everybody here. <laughs> he's like, no, it's good. Nothing, nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. I'm like, okay, okay. I fucking squirted all over this car. Okay, I think it hit the windshield, but the shit was out of control. And at this point, he's like, I want to fuck. I'm like, I want to fuck, too, but I'm not fucking in this car. I'm like, hurry up and get us back to your house. Um, So he takes me he takes me to his house. And I was really excited to see, you know, where he lives and stuff. Unfortunately, it was so damn dark. But there were some beautiful stars. Um, But it's this boatyard with like these massive big beautiful boats everywhere and I was like fuck I want to be here during the day I want to check this out you know but we were on a mission uh he lets me in and his house was really nice was very clean and I ran to the bathroom I was like listen I gotta go to the bathroom I knew we were about to fuck for hours and um I come out and like his room is just like beautiful and he has like his beds all nice and made he had a candle lit in the corner I'm like oh my god um but it was really, really nice. And I actually took a moment and I said, hey, listen, because like I started to get a little nervous because he's big, uh, the biggest I've ever seen. And I'm like, hey, a lot has changed <laughs> since we fucked two years ago. And I'm nervous. Like, you know, I had hysterectomy and we need to start slow. And he was like, OK. And we did. And it was so, you know, it felt so good to fuck and it was very slow and passionate and intimate. I'm going to talk more about that in a second, but I don't know. It just felt so good to fuck. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I took the entire fucking thing this time. Okay. Like I was like pound that pussy. It was so, oh my God. And he also, oh my God, he eats my pussy like nobody's business. And he does that thing I like, you know, like I love like the front to the back If you're listening, you know, and thank you. And I can't wait for you to do it again. (laughs) Nobody, nobody does it like you do. Um, And I just want to say too, like my mind is racing right now. What I love about his cock is how it's so big. It just like never falls out. So we're changing positions. We're moving around. It's still inside me. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. Like it's just, it's amazing. Like, I love that. Oh, I just love that thing. Mm, so big. It's so hard. Mm, God bless him. Ugh. Okay. Back to the passionate thing. I just want to say it was that hardcore passionate fucking that I dream of, you know? And like I said, uh, it, in fact, it got very intimate. 
I, I'm nervous to talk about this stuff because like it was it was a private moment. Um, but I just want to say he we had a lot of conversations during this fuck fest, too. And it was just really nice and something very special to me. Um, there's so much I could say, but um, I don't know. He just he looked at me seriously and in the eyes and said, you know, Adrian, you deserve the world. Like you are so beautiful. And uh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm telling you, it was like seriously super intimate and just really, really fucking sweet. And he was like, you know, I know you're out there doing your thing. He's like, don't settle for anything. He's like, you deserve the world. Like, you know, this is how it should be every time. And I don't know, you know, for me, someone who's like, I'm the girl that don't have no feels, you know, and I'm the one that I'm always like, oh, ice queen. I let my walls down for him, uh, which is rare, but I did. And it felt really good. So it was just really nice. And then he would follow it up with a shh, be quiet. <laughs> oh, it was funny. We just, it was, it was so fun. And he would choke the shit out of me. Oh my God. It was, oh my God, something funny. So I was like, listen, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm parched. I was like, I'm so thirsty. It had been like two hours of just destruction with each other. And he was like, don't move. I'll get you a water. I was like, okay. So he comes back in and he's like, and I was like sitting up. He's like, no, 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 you're not getting up. And he immediately like goes right back inside of me. And he's like, um, I'll, 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 you know, I'll do it for you. And so I'm like laying there and I'm looking at him and I'm like, what is this? Like some baby bird? <laughs> he's like, like feeding me water. <laughs> it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, I also had a chance to suck his dick. And let me tell you something. Uh, he loved the way that I sucked his cock. And I took it the best that I could. Uh, he was like, you're going to suck the soul out of me, girl. <laughs> and it was it was seriously so nice. Um, it was really amazing, a special time that we had together. And I just have to say this. It's that elusive connection. You know, you can't bottle it up. You can't sell it. It just is. And when you have that with someone, it just makes things that much better. You know, like that next level shit, the shit that we all want and dream about. Um, and I had that with him and it was so much fun. <sighs> I, I have to stop thinking about that. All right. So he takes me back to the resort and, you know, we had like we had good conversation on the way home, like zigzagging through the. <laughs> We were laughing as we rode past the pipe where I was like, oh, my God, like we almost hit that. Um, But what was so funny is he takes me back and the guard at the gate because he was like, hey, listen, I'm not going to drop you off down here. Like, I want to take you in. Like, I don't want you walking up there. He's like, I'm going to make sure you get in. And because Sandals is extremely strict about like people coming on to the resort or whatever. And we pull up and the fucking guard was dead asleep. Dude was fucking sleeping. And we tried. We were like honking the horn I was like yo because we were gonna say you know put the put the thing up we'll be right back like he's just gonna drive me in or whatever he would not fucking wake up and it was funny because he I was like he was like you want to fuck here and I was like no I was like listen there's cameras everywhere I'm not gonna get banned from sandals for the rest of my life for fucking outside but then I was thinking like the fucking guard was dead asleep uh whatever um we said our goodbye and then out of nowhere as i'm walking back there was like this massive rainstorm not once did it rain any other fucking time but it starts pouring out raining so i'm like running back to the room i'm like oh my god oh my god mind you it's like 4 a.m and i get back to the room and my key won't work 
I'm like, oh, shit. So I had to call Katina, wake her ass up. By the way, shout out to her. You know, what a great friend. Uh, she lets me go out. Fuck. Come home late. Doesn't care. Like, we we love, we love a supportive bestie. Okay? <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. I also want to say, you know, I wasn't horny for like two entire days after that. All right. <laughs> two days. I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. But of course, when I came home, I was again fiending. And I want to tell you about something new that I've explored with my suction cup dildo. Okay. I'm trying to think, how am I going to explain this to you where you could be like, oh, I get it. Okay, so I'm sitting at my podcast table, which is funny because I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I, I fucked this table. Uh, so usually with my suction cup dildo, I've talked about how I'll stick it to my shower wall or it sticks to drywall, right? Like I'll stick it to drywall or the headboard, whatever. And it's been a lot of fun. Well, I was looking at the, the table leg and I was like, you know what? That's wide enough for that suction cup. And I just, I really, really wanted like penetration, uh, I guess, because I had so much with him. And so I stuck it on there. And as I was like backing up into it, I realized that my legs could go on, you know, the opposite sides of where the dildo was. And so I was able to really spread my legs and really get deep penetration. I know it sounds crazy. I'm like fucking my podcast table, but guess what? I don't care. <laughs> it felt so fucking good. And like I said, like compared to a wall or, you know, a headboard where it's flat, you can only move your feet back so much. And this was like super comfortable. So I'm going to be fucking desks. Uh, I fucked the desk upstairs. I was like, let's see if this one works. And it did. <laughs> It's funny because I actually sent him a video of it and I actually squirted like it fucking made me squirt. Okay, so if you have a dildo with a suction cup, well, we all should have one. If you don't have one, get one. Uh, Send me a DM on Instagram if you want me to give you a recommendation, but stick it to like the like it's like the post. You know what I mean? So you can spread your legs around it. I even like lay down and fuck myself that way. Ten out of ten. Highly, highly recommend. Makes me want to do that right now. I know that sounds crazy. It sounds fucking crazy, but it's not. And I'm telling you, try it for real. <laughs> okay. Something else that I've been using a lot of is my girl, Coco. And here's the reason why. She is so quiet. So you remember, you know, I'm a single mom. And there are times, there's, no, all the time. Okay. You know what? All the fucking time where I'm like, oh my God, I, I really need to have an orgasm. It's funny because right now I'm thinking about that. Um, but it's tough, right? Because I have like all these toys and many of them, or it's loud, like, you know what I mean? And, and that sucks. So it's tough because I'm like, oh, I'll be like downstairs and I don't want it to be too loud. And I'm telling you, Coco, she is so quiet. Plus her third setting, it packs a powerful punch. I actually put it on my Instagram story. That's why I'm saying you guys should follow me over there. Um, and I was like, hey, like I'm going for three. And let me just like l- listen. You can barely tell that like it's under the covers right now. You can't even tell. And also there's just something really hot with like climaxing and trying to be quiet. Um, so I have been thoroughly enjoying Coco. I feel like everyone needs her. So go to Tracy's dog 
use code CRAVERS20 and get 20% off. I think she's like $23 right now. So you're going to get her for under 20 bucks. Uh, I just cannot even tell you how much I'm loving this toy. And it's great to use with a partner, again, because she's so quiet. And she's almost like a larger sized bullet vibe. And so you can use it when you're getting fucked from behind. You can use it when you're trying to hide it quietly. I mean, honestly, I could have it between my legs and be out in public. No one would know. It's that quiet. So go get Coco, tracysdog.com, and use code CRAVERS20 for 20% off. All right, I want to wrap this episode up by sharing a theory that I heard about, and I want to tell you how I'm practicing it myself. So there was this gal on TikTok, of course, TikTok, (laughs) Um, and she was talking about how she was really struggling in life. She was going through a divorce and just really having a tough time. And so she queued up all of her friends and she said, hey, I'm scheduling a 90-day dinner. And I was like, 90-day dinner? And she said, it's a theory that I'm going to set this date 90 days from now, you know, a date with me and all my friends. We're going to hold each other accountable to it. And I am going to feel better and be in a better place by that date. And I love that. I thought, you know what? That really makes a lot of sense. It not only gives you something to look forward to, but it moves the goalpost, right? Where you're like, you know what? I have time. This is not going to be forever. And by the time I make it to that dinner with my friends, everything's, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be in a better place. So as overwhelming as this is right now, you know, like this is something to look forward to and and I'm going to get better. And I'm going to look at those gals that night and say, look at us, you know, who would have thought, but we made it. And I loved that fucking theory. I was like, damn, I wish I knew about this in my divorce, like the times that I got sued or the times that I was dealing with court dates. And I would say like, hey, I'm calling a 90 day dinner and I'm going to set this benchmark and we're going to hold ourselves to it. And by then I'll feel better. I don't know. It just it tricks your mind. It creates this different mindset. And so I wanted to tell you about it and I'm going to kick it up a notch and I'm going to say I'm going to plan trips. (laughs) That's going to be fuck dinner. Uh, We're going somewhere. And so I was telling Katina and I also told her, I said, you know, a lot of shit happened to me last this year. feels like last year. You know, my house flooded. The garage door fell off. The fucking, God, the fence fell over. My HVAC exploded. Uh, I almost died of a tonsillectomy. I had cervical cancer. Like, I had to get a hysterectomy. Like, crazy shit, right? Like, a fucked up year. But we had Bahamas in November. And it was always just like, you know what? We're going to fuck shit up in Bahamas. You know what? We are going to be in paradise together. And we worked out for it. We looked forward to it. We were like motivated about it. And so that's what I'm going to start doing. Like in a 90 day dinner, that's cool. I'm about to be doing some 90 day, 180 day <laughs> trips, right? Um, and I was telling Katina, I said, you know what? Like that's why I really want to take another trip next year because I don't know. It's just, it's just that theory and that mindset of we have something to look forward to. I don't know. Something to be said about that. So uh, try that. If you're in a funk right now, I think a lot of us are. A lot of us can relate. Look, we're all riding the struggle bus (laughs) at different times here. And I don't know. I just really felt like having something to look forward to, calling a 90-day dinner, booking a weekend trip with your best friend, or, you know, heading to Sandals and Exuma, whatever it is for you, try it. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a really positive thing. So I wanted to share that with you. 
All right. So coming up on the next episode, I am finally going to discuss the mismatch in sex drives. You know, a nympho meets a prude and then they get married. (laughs) No, but uh, I really think this is going to be a great episode and I've been doing my research. So I'm going to have some tips and tricks for you. I also have a lifestyle event coming up next weekend with a hot after party date. Uh, I'm also working to connect with Candice from unicornlanding.com. I'm hoping I can meet her. She's coming to Baltimore early next month. And so I'm hoping to meet her and record with her. And I'm still in contact with Viking from TikTok to discuss sex life after lockup. I actually just spoke with him this evening in his live. And he was like, hey, I'm definitely going to do a girl. Like, we're going to make this happen. All right. Also, I need to get some of my guests back here in the studio. You know, my regulars. I got to have Zach back. I'm going to start pressuring Uncle Mel. And I want to get Katina back in here too. There's, There's so much fun to be had. All right, now for some housekeeping notes. Uh, Christmas is coming. Mm. (laughs) Coming. And listen, don't forget that you get that 20% off over on tracysdog.com. That applies to everything. So treat yourself or someone you love this holiday season. I mean, what could be a better gift than telling someone, go fuck yourself? (laughs) That's what I do to all my friends. But also a great way to treat yourself and relieve some stress over the season, you know, Um, And I love that it applies to everything. So don't forget to use that code CRAVERS20. All right. And remember that, you know, you guys can listen to me every Thursday as well over on Toy Stories podcast. Uh, We are already up to episode 24, which is just crazy to me. And that show drops every Thursday. I discuss a lot more about toys over there. And also, like, I focus on sex positive topics and really can talk, speak a lot about them. You know, I feel, I feel like midlife craving is more, it's like me, it's my life, right? My journey that I'm openly sharing with you. And there's a lot of fun stuff there in in between. Uh, But toy stories is where I can really focus on, you know, a specific toy that I just got that I love, how I use it, when I use it, tips for using it, or on a sex positive topic, like building your confidence in the bedroom, stuff like that. Um, It's a lot of fun. And by the way, you can watch me over on YouTube. That's Toy Stories podcast dropping every Thursday. And lastly, I'm tired. I just want to be sure that if you're following me over on Instagram at Midlife Craving, uh, you need to follow me there. I share so much of my stories. And if you're listening and you like the show, I would really, really appreciate it if you subscribed and left me a rating. Uh, I hate to be that way. Like, I'm like, oh, tell your friends about now. Uh, But it really does make a difference, especially in like the rankings and all that shit. And everybody's looking at that. Um, So enough, enough work talk. It's playtime, and I think I'm going to go stick that dildo back on the side of this table. 